All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Questlove Supreme. Here is part two of our interview with the legendary Millie Jackson and her daughter, Keisha. So in part one, you remember these talented ladies spoke about their roots and Millie's hands and rapping and songs long before rap records were even a thing and her fearless style. Hey, if you don't, you know, you should check it out before you listen to part two. Well, here it is, part two of Millie and Keisha Jackson on Questlove Supreme. What is it like being a teenager in her household? Like you couldn't be rebellious, could you? Shit. Yes, she was. I had I was on the road. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. Keith. She was on the road. Okay. So yes, rebellion was the middle name. Mm. Okay. The maid. Oh, you had a maid. We had a housekeeper. Okay. And, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, she snitched. She loved me. She she didn't snitch on everything. She told some things because she had to. She'd right. be found out otherwise. Right, right, right. So, but she 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 was my covering. She was such a blessing to me because she loved me. Mm-hmm. I was hers. You know what I mean. Um, her name was Vani. So there were instances, and I don't know if she ever knew this, but here it comes. Report cards would come. Man, baby, let me, I mastered. Turn an F into ah, an A. Oh, Yo. Listen, oh, that little digital oh, you F. Turn F into that little a, digital wow. printout. The you didn't turn no, it was no. digital. It no, wasn't no. digital then. Okay. They wrote it. They so wrote it. I would find I had a to pen. bring it back. I had to bring it back. I'm sorry. Hey. I had to bring it back. I would find a pen if it was a black or if it was a blue. To match it. Yeah. Would find a damn pen <sighs> to to match the color. And like I would test it on one paper. And then <laughs> I would change an F to an A. You about to get a whoop. I would change it. We had E's as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, E's, yeah. But an F to an E ain't no good either. So I was like, well, I can't. So I just, the ones that I could change, I did. Mm-hmm. So I may have 
two or three Fs. But then you had to have her sign it. <laughs> but the pen, you know. depend upon how they wrote it, how quickly they wrote it. Do you need something? I might be able to Millie turn to... this one. She'll be all right. Okay. It's, it's, it's I'm just over. in case she want to, yeah. you know, you want to spat, right. you could. And, and I was able to do this because, like, so in school. Wait, I don't think you should tell the story now because the way she's staring she, at you. She all right? Okay. She all right? That's that you know you got to ride with me home I got an honest, too, though. Okay. You know what I mean? That's true. So she would be overseas. You oh. know, back then, obviously, no cell phones. Yeah. And so she might be gone for a month. And oh. we knew when she was coming. Look at she boiling over there. <laughs> <laughs> she knew that. I'm traumatized. Listen. <laughs> yeah. We knew that, you know, there was a certain day of the week that she was going to call. Okay. That's when I had to be at the house by it. the phone, be inside. Your mother's calling at 3 o'clock, that kind of a thing. But I also knew, like, there were things going on at school. Like, so if there was a dance, if there was something else going on. I wanted to go, but I knew the damn report card was mm. in the mail pile. Mm. And I knew that when she came home, she don't know none of this. Come on. She's just you opened up the envelope. Let's, let's that's, go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So it's, the mail would come and the new mail, boom, on top, on top. So I knew exactly where the report card was. So before she came, I would take the shit and slide it to the bottom <laughs> because she only dealt with a couple pieces of mail at a time when she came I'm, home. I'm sorry. If y'all can see her right I mean, hand right now, morphing to a fist. Millie's on fire. An incredible story to tell you. But that's how Let's I go. used to kind of hustle. Like, okay, she gets home on a Monday. The dance is on Friday. I don't know how many. So she would deal with a couple of pieces of mail at a time. And then I'm paying attention mm-hmm. to her. He went through that. Let me move it down a little bit further. Let me move it down. Listen, I'm going to this damn dance. Right. But there was one time mm. when the damn, I didn't, I couldn't go to the dance. Because she beat me to the, to the, you know, the mail pile beat me to the, to the, to the date. So I had, and I recently reminded her of this. And she was like, I do not remember this. Thank you. I, right. She went to, so I had a dance on a Friday. I asked her if I could go. She said, no, flat out. There was a tomboy, me. So there was a window in my room, second level, across the hall from her. Oh, God. There was a tree that had a trunk just so perfect that I could step out. Never did this before this, but I'm I'm going to the stands. She told me I couldn't go. I snuck out of the house, had my girlfriend meet me at the corner, we got down. I got movie. change in the car, the whole thing. <laughs> change in the car, the whole thing. I feel like it was like Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day. Right, right, right. Like that, right? Change in the car, came back, dance over. I'm thinking, okay, I made it. Let me out at the corner. <laughs> Baby, it's coming. Let me out at the corner. I give. I stuffed my bed. Oh, to look like you were laying Yeah, because I went to camp and I learned all that kind of shit in camp. Okay, like, until know. they touch you, but that's okay. Until they touch yeah. you. But, you know, you, you know, you're looking in the, in the dark like, is she asleep? Oh, my baby's asleep. Yeah. Right. Oh, my baby's So I come back in the window. Now, you know, this was a task. Climb back up the tree. It was, it was a short, you know. Get up the tree, come back in the window. One thing. If you're climbing and you go to a dance... You're she changed like, her clothes you're, you're already. You dripped out already. All right, that's she changed why I'm going to know. She changed yeah, her clothes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she got No, it wasn't no, like, it wasn't, you know, it was, you know. Oh, just regular. So, okay. yeah, I don't remember the details of what I had on, but I worked it out. Right. Slide back in the window. I'm tipping, tipping. Let me hang up my shit in the closet. I'm winning. I'm sliding winning. the closet door closed. I'm about to, I won. <laughs> I 
pull back them goddamn covers, and she was under the yes! fucking blanket. Wow. <laughs> she scared. Yes. I'm like, I mean, I'm quiet. I'm like, oh shit, I did it. I couldn't believe it. I go to slide it back, and she's standing there like this. She's laying there like this. I said, I mean, I mean. So what did your mom, I'm curious after that, what happened? I mean, was there first a- of all, I was, I screamed. Uh-huh. The housekeeper, Vani, was knew about it. Right, right. So she outside the door like, wait, she waiting for the sounds and shit outside the door. Wow. She already know. I pull back the covers and she just, <sighs> I scream at the top of my voice. And then I got my ass whipped. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's right. I mean, there was so there was no breaks. Were you you only child? Or was just you? Well, by this time, no, my brother. Oh, okay, I have a brother. Okay, yeah, gotcha. But he's um, eleven years younger. Yeah. Just just oh, out of okay, curiosity, gotcha. is Millie? Does she pick up something? Is she a hand? Is she a switch? She's what? not a hand. She's a switch and a belt. And I had to pick the belt. Uh, yes, take your ass back out to that tree and get me a switch. Yeah, the no. belt drawer was yes. right next to the wig drawer. Ooh, so you better not touch <laughs> neither Baby, one. So they be, right, right, right. you know, I'd be around the house playing, like, you know, and then go go upstairs and, and get, get a belt. You know where it is because you got that wig, so you know where the belt is. I would know. hide the belt after whipping <laughs> Me too, the next day. I would too. There was an entire drawer. There was no hiding. And and if I didn't pick the right one, it was going to last a little bit long. Oh. Wait, there was oh, one wow. time where wow. I hid so many belts that <laughs> it's it's bad enough when your parents ask you to help them. And I don't mean like go outside. I remember once my dad was like, "Wait, wait, hold this for me." And then he had oh. he, he went oh, to go he wow. went to go get um like a, a vacuum that wasn't working. So, like, picked up the cord, and he could, uh, like, it was a moment where we just had a three-minute, like, wait, wait, <laughs> oh, wait, how many inches crap. do you, like, we're, like, measuring uh, shit. Uh, I'm, like, uh, I'm, like, measuring I'm my ass with my abuse, yeah. I'm, like, like, why am I aiding in my own abuse? Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go up, wow. if I took too long, if I, it was just, it was, it was hell. Wow. So, when, when did you realize that you, too, had a voice? And that you wanted to pursue this. She always called me on stage. Like when did you first start? I mean, from it's as long as I can remember, honestly. I would come to shows and she would say, Keisha, come here. I'm always sitting on the side. Okay. Most of the time. And she would say, Come here. But it would be on the most random shit. So if loving you is wrong, here you go, ad lib. <laughs> I don't I don't know nothing about this. So I would do oohs and ahs and those kinds of things. And she was always like, you know, so she always encouraged me until I wanted to do it. Like, oh, this really? is going to be my okay. living. Because she said, you're going to college, you're going to be a lawyer. Cause Where'd I was, you go? Yeah. I went to, it didn't matter. Bridgeport, Connecticut, they okay. wasn't about shit. So Jeez. I was just going to college just to say I went to college. Gotcha. That's it. But she was... You're going to go to college and you are going to be a lawyer because she was like, you argue back better than anybody I know. So that's what it was going to be. And so that's how when I when I decided that I I was singing like national anthems and doing all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. on campus. And she was like, you are wasting my money because Uh, I I just that's what I wanted to do. When did your mind change, Millie? When, what, wait, it's, you ain't it's still, it's not, still she's supposed to be a lawyer. She she still she's, go back and be a lawyer. She's still she's still thinking about the report she's card. Still, <laughs> listen, she's still listen. No, she's, she's still thinking about the report card. Oh, what, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> were your were your high school friends aware of who your mom was? 
Because also, I mean, no. again, epigenetics. You look just like her. Yeah. yeah. No, they weren't aware because they weren't allowed to listen after <laughs> a couple of the report card episodes and the sneaking out of the house and in climbing trees and shit. Right. She decided you're going to boarding school. Oh wow. Ooh. Okay. So yeah. I didn't where, where go. Was school? I didn't go to Teaneck High School. I went to elementary and uh, junior high school, as mm-hmm. it was called. Um, and then when it came time for me to go to to um, to high school, she sent me to boarding school. And that's and so why you it like was in South Rock. Jersey. <laughs> it was in South Jersey. Listen, yeah. but it was also because it was also because radio. Right. Was was all like everything was played on the same station. But yeah, right. that's that probably was my introduction to what is now called Yeah. All right, so what what is boarding school like? It was it was awful. It wasn't mm. like not like, not overseas in Switzerland. No, no, no. Boarding. It was in like Marstown. Okay. Word. Like Mendham, New Jersey, right outside of Marstown, Jersey. Were there so, any other black kids there? There was like there was okay, there was sixty students okay. in wow. the entire Small school. school. Yeah. And the school went from from seven to twelve. Okay. So there were some classes you'd have by yourself. There's a and a lot of eyes on you. I though. yeah, I hated it though. But so I once again another confession that she don't know about. I would <laughs> great. <laughs> great. I would just mess up and do shit that I knew she didn't want me to do, so she could take me out. Ah, uh, sabotage. Okay. 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 <laughs> She yo, back, Millie back, Millie back. Yo, man. Because I felt like she paying all of this money for me to go to the school. Then, you know, the uniform is supposed to be below the knee. I would hem my pleated skirt higher up in the middle of the thigh. Wow. It was always wow. kind of stuff. Wow. It's in your system. Yeah, it's in your system. It's all kind of stuff that I was doing, but it didn't, it didn't make a difference. So they would call, and I was always very good friends with the. It was run by a convent. Okay. So the Jeez. sisters, hey, really? <laughs> the sisters were right. always they love they love me though. So okay. when I wanted to be on the cheerleading squad, she told me no extracurriculars. You better get this damn schoolwork done. Da, da, da. But the sisters was like, oh my god, your mother. So when when Sister Barbara Jean wow. would call mommy two names to say always had two names. Right. Suzanne Elizabeth, Laura Catherine. They all had. To, oh, Sister just, Act was real. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Sister Act was very real. Okay. Then she would, they would call her on my behalf to say, you know, she's really great. You know, we think that she'll be a, a great cheerleading captain, you know, and they got a taste of her. She didn't give a damn if it was none. She didn't all care about that none of that. <laughs> I'm all this goddamn money I'm spending for her to bring her. I don't fucking, I was like, yeah. Ah. So yeah, they didn't catch. They didn't catch a break. I feel like either. that's that's an anime. Millie Jackson cussing out a nun. It's so good. Like oh my god, it's good. That's, <laughs> take that to adults. So, it's so but good. this this even goes further because now your daughter is performing with you. Yes. Wow. So are you? Is first of all, this is. Is she aware of the Absolutely. legacy? She knows. How, how old is she? Always has been. She's thirty three now. Okay. Wow. Keep, Black what? does not crack what? right here, yo. What? Yeah. I, That's crazy. Eh, Black what? doesn't crack. It's, can y'all pa- make, put, package it up, sell it? Yeah. Okay. Say I tricked daddy's I'm a thug. Was that like the introduction? Like, you know, that's grandma's song right there that he's sampling, da 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 da, or whatever. Like, it uh, is how, no. how do you introduce? Yeah, what was the entry point? Yeah. For my, for my daughter? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's always known. Like, I've always. She's always been, I've always been very clear about who your grandmother is and mm-hmm. who, you know, just the legacy is has always been very, very important to me. So she's always, she's always known that. Okay. 
why didn't you want her to sing? He was a sweetie pie. He <laughs> still is a sweetie yeah. pie. He's a sweetie pie. It skipped a generation. Yeah, I was going to say grand, really? grandchildren. Oh. And she's very much like my mother. Oh, they probably best. She don't oh. do all the cussing and stuff like that, but she plays no games. She's very, and then just the whole, they're prissier. They're more women. Like, yeah. this shit is, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, tomboy, sneakers. So I'll be closer to a B-girl. She she wants to wear, she wants to be like that. That's how I suppose. So she's Grandma and granddaughter. Like yeah. Wow. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Why'd you want to be a lawyer as opposed to being a singer? I was black, and being a lawyer was a good job to have for a black person. Yes, ma'am. So I wanted her to be a good one and be able to give me advice on my career and stuff because she know what attorneys do. And the attorneys that I knew, I knew more about the law than they did. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She always said that. Go to school and be a lawyer so you can take care of. In terms of legal. Yeah, yeah. But between you and me, 
Was there ever a moment where you were at a show and she was singing and you went, that's my baby? All the time. Okay. Was there a first show where you went, okay? No. Okay. She had it on his mama and daddy. Oh, daddy was singing. Yeah. Okay. Sing as well. Okay. okay. What right. What about your parents? Were they musically, did they sing, play at all? My mother died when I was two. Oh, man. Sorry. So that was just me, my father, and his other six wives. Wow. wow. Before he passed, he died nine times. I mean, he, he before he passed, he married. The last time was like. Because he didn't want to get rid of me. A couple years before he. You know, <laughs> he, he was One determined that I was going to stay with him. So he had to do what he had to do. Have so a woman in the house. Have a woman in the house. Ah, okay. And some of, most of them only last a couple of years. But because um, it was competitive, like you know, so you were the daddy's were, girl. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But they wanted, they wanted, like, what's going on? So uh, it came. I, I not only was I daddy's girl, I was the waitress, and you know, I served the liquor on Friday and Saturday because my daddy made cone liquor. Yes, yes he did. Uh, yes. They yes, all did. did. Yes, they yes, did. did. Yes, they did. In the mason jar. Come on. Yeah. Hey. There you go. Hey. There you go. <laughs> yep. All right. So, as a fan of your work, there's a question I always wanted to ask. And, you know, I don't know Marlena Shaw. I don't know Linda Clifford. The the women who are strong-willed, the, the, the women of soul who are strong-willed on their albums, how hard is it or how hard was it for men not to be intimidated by you if they're meeting you during your 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 career, I and mean, I'm talking about from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and on. Like, how long is it before they're just like, forgive me, Steve, check please, like. Well, actually, it didn't happen, you know. So you would turn it off my, once you're off stage? My husband was my bass player. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was determined that we would not have an anniversary. Yeah, they were married six months. Yeah, I'm doing the math in my head right wow. now. Wow. Okay. Six months. Yeah, we got married. We were together for two years, but when we got married, it was over. That's because what they say. You know, he went to... I got a phone call from Spring, and uh, they were very upset, and I couldn't figure out why they were so upset. And they say, because uh, your husband came... And he gave us a list of things he wanted and did not want and blah, 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 yes, blah, nigga. blah. And we just hoping that you'll stay with us. And I said, excuse me, could you get off the phone? <laughs> <laughs> and Roy Rifkin say, huh? I says, why are you wasting my time with this? She said, well, he, he came to see us. I said, but I didn't come to see you mm-hmm. and you won't see him again. So why are you wasting my time? It's your name that, on the contract. You run it. And that was the end of him. End of the marriage. Mm. Wow. I see. Okay. I, I gave I gave him his part of the money uh-huh. that I had put into the bank account every week. I would say it was his. <laughs> this is yours. You know. Uh, had that man on an on allowance. An allowance. <laughs> this, <laughs> right. this is your money to throw away. I don't care what you do with it. God. But this is in the bank. This yeah. and when 
When we broke up, he had $8,000 in the bank, I and mean, I gave it to I him. I mean, parting gifts. Part, yo, hey, I, man. you're a real one. Because yeah. I know women now that are professionals that <laughs> say in alimony. Yeah, and, yeah, it's real. I gave him his $8,000. Uh, anybody approached you about this movie? Or has there, did I miss a movie that was made? Because I know <laughs> we've been... Uh, I, I started to write Millie. Okay. That's the title, just Millie. That's all it needs to be. And um, I'm 15. What you mean? That's all she's got. Oh, only that's got to 15 got. Oh, years that's old. That's got 50? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> You're going to need some help with that. Uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I got some help, and I, I got the person to come, and we sat down and went through all of this like we're doing now. Okay. And they came back with the whole script two weeks later, uh-huh. and um, I read about half of it. Before I told them to get the fuck out. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't me. They it wasn't, decided, it wasn't they what she decided that they was going, this is more interesting and we're going to change it to this. Oh, and that's oh no. Don't Hollywood. You don't need yeah. to Hollywood your story Hello, that much. you know. No. So uh, I, I get, gave them thank you for the paper and goodbye. Mm-hmm. Wow. Finesse them. Okay. Uh, I'm talking to you, Keish. You have roots here in Atlanta, especially in or could you talk about your history with the organized noise family and how you got involved in that circle? It's like session work, yeah. Like yeah. I guess I first met you when you were singing with Outcast when we were touring mm-hmm. and you've been with them for the longest. Yeah. So how did like can you just explain that the circle and that legacy? The okay. Peach and all them, right? Like so yeah. the so the way that came about was I signed my deal with uh, Epic. Mm-hmm. We started off C- CBS Associate. Yes. Which turned into Epic, bought by Sony. That was a off. It was a terrible deal. Awful. I mean, I just signed. What you want me? What you want over here? Wow. This signing. Oh, what you? This too. So and this is you signed as a solo artist. Yeah. This okay. is me signed as a solo artist. And so we were. It was just at an age where we were just mm-hmm. knocking heads. And at one point, what year is this? This was. 80, 88, 88 was your first record. 89, it came out. Yeah, oh, wow. 88 okay. is when we... I and recorded the, the entire album right? in a week. Mm-hmm. Really? The second one was in 91? 91. Mm-hmm. How did you get... Were you fans of the Tough Crew? Like, how did you get L.A. No, Kid? I don't know how that shit went, came down. Because so, that was a very random... I'm from Philly, so okay. he's a guy to us. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, so okay. it was... I got signed... I signed a deal... There was a group in Atlanta called the Voltage Brothers, okay. and I was doing session work for them. Like, they called me randomly and said, like, studio in the house, in the closet, with mm-hmm. stocking yeah, yeah, yeah. pantyholes on it. It was, like, literally one of them. So, And about how old are you at this time? This was, I had just moved down from college, so this was 80, maybe 80, 80s, late 87. Okay. They asked me to, 22-ish. can you come and demo this? Yeah. They came, asked me to demo this song for them because they were trying to submit it to Diana Ross. Oh, wow. Okay. It was called Hot Little Love Affair. So they su- submitted the song, but they the, the label said, well, who's the girl singing it? And so they decided, well, this is not going to be for Diana. If the girl wants a deal, she's got a deal. And then once they like, this is Millie Jackson's daughter, they were like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is easy. They didn't have to put hella stuff into promotions and stuff like that. It ain't nothing but a hot little love affair, which kind of went with the, oh, that's Millie's uh-huh. daughter, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> so that happened. I signed the deal. 
everybody took everything from me. And I was like, okay. So I asked uh, Hank Caldwell okay. was was the head of the black music department there. And I asked, can I just get out of this deal? So I did the second the second album and they pushed the producers out the way. Okay. Because they were they were trash. And then that's where all those other connections came. And basically Vivian Scott. Right. Vivian Scott slash Chew. Chew. Right. right. She's the one. She was my product manager and she she did all that stuff. Wow. So half of it was done on the East Coast, half was done on the West Coast. You Hank also Cole, worked with Jay Swift before he produced I did. Before he did Bizarre Ride to the yeah. 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 So we did that. Yeah, he let me off the he let me because I, Michael Jackson, first of all, that was the year that Babyface's Whip Appeal, the first soft, freshman album, solo album came out. Michael Jackson was on the label. I still right. wasn't getting no love, even though I didn't have these uh-huh. these producers. So it was like I was like, Can I please just go? So Y'all I had to wait out <laughs> the production, the publishing. I waited it out. Um, I was already in Atlanta and randomly, randomly got a call one day from L.A. Reid from Charlotte, who used to be his assistant, saying, can you come and L.A. Reid would like you to do, to come to the studio tonight to do a background session. Now, I had never done background for anybody but myself on, on those two records that mm-hmm. didn't do nothing. Right. They went paper. You know what I'm saying? Not gold, but paper. Like, they didn't do nothing. So, um, we went to the studio, and he was like, we got this new artist, Tony Braxton. Okay, well, what's the song? Seven Whole Days. Hmm. Mm. So we, that was my first studio session ever. Really? Ever. Wow. Like, background vocal session. And so, we did that. Then, that was good. I kept getting calls from them. Outcast wasn't signed yet. Okay. Um, so I kind of vaguely knew about Outkast, but I had, still had a whole lot of North in me. So right. I really wasn't really mm-hmm. hip to it. Not really even like welcoming it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, ah, this shit, ah. This you know, work. that's kind of how I you felt about You want your New York shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Atlanta just felt slow. It was just slower moving, everything. You go to McDonald's, you take, why is you taking so long? On New York, it's on a timer. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, one minute to get the food out. So Joy, mm. me and Joy had kind of, I forgot how we met. But I started singing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, she called me and said, I have to work on my record, cast, and I didn't know who she was talking mm-hmm. about. Because I didn't know cast was outcast. Right. She was like, cast is going on the road. Um, this was at the end of AT Aliens. Okay. AT Aliens. Equimini. It was right in there. Yeah. Right. And so she was like, cast is going on the road on a tour next week, promo tour, starting in Paris. Can you go? And I was like, when? She was like, in six days. Wow. So I was like, well, yeah, because for me, I needed work. I didn't have no record deal. I didn't have nothing. So I was like, yeah, but now I got to figure out. I about to say, yeah, do you have a passport had, this time? I had a passport. Okay, you did have a passport. I had a passport, okay. but did not know song the first. <laughs> so she said, rehearsal, you got to go to rehearsals. Rehearsal is, I said, when? She said, tonight. God. So uh. I am trying my damnedest. You know, I literally went to like Turtles. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you know buy, what I'm saying? Because yeah. I got to find the records. Yeah, ain't no, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. ain't no streaming. I, it ain't, ain't no, no streaming. Mm-hmm. I had to find the records. So I went to Turtles to find as much as I could on them just so I could be half-ass prepared for, for rehearsal that night. Came in and that's when I met everyone. Like for the first time, walked in the room. It was rehearsal. It was go. It was, you know. Mm-hmm. And and nobody's telling me shit because really they didn't. Joy did all the backgrounds. Yeah, wow. 
Her and Peaches. Trial by fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got Her and Peaches stacked all the background. Peaches was there. Right. But I was still the new kid on the block. So I was still like, nobody gave a shit. And was this the same peach? Was this wild peach? Wild peach, yes. Yeah. I remember yes. them performances. Yes. Yeah, and so us. I didn't know. I, you know, I'm just, and I have a good ear. So I just listen. They play it through once. Second time I'm in, you know. So, mm-hmm. and we rehearsed for five days. And then we, we went on the road. Wow. And it was the very first show was a hotel conference room at the Louvre Hotel in Paris. Wow. And it was just a bunch of. Mm-hmm. It was that. And I was like, we done did all of this for this? Like, you know, <laughs> you felt like there was 30 people in the room and nobody really clapped and nobody really gave a shit. And it was like, oh, this is whack. Like, I And I, I didn't realize, because I didn't have that for my project. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with Outkast. Uh-huh. But that was for BMG. Yeah, I was about to say it that was room. For BM, it was for distribution. That was a court, yeah. That so, was. I mean, you know, I didn't know. I just show, we got a show. Okay. Show me what time, tell me what time to be at the airport. So that was kind of it. We went back home and came back a month later. Mm-hmm. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like just seeing white kids lined up in sneaking bags around the corner, like curving. We were like, like, and we were all big, Dre, everybody. We were just looking out the window like, like we just did not know. It was Beatles mm-hmm. level pandemonium. Yep. We just had no idea. And so that's kind of when that when that really just kind of kicked off. But I was on the live shows mm-hmm. from then on, and Joy did all the studio stuff. Okay. So Sleepy came out with a project, Sleepy's Theme. Sleepy's Theme, yeah, Vinyl Room. Yes, right, sir. Vinyl Room, that was me. And he was like, I just want you. So I did most of the backgrounds. And you on Choked Out Saturday Night, right? I'm on Choked Out. Yes. That's me. Yes. Me and Joy, actually, oh, okay. on yeah. Choked Out. Um, but you can tell, like, there's a difference. And so that's what he wanted. He wanted the the contrast and voices and stuff like that. So that's kind of when that started, you know. Wow. Okay. You know, but I never did like Goody. Oh, you know, I see. it was all family, but like I was just always kind of locked in to cast. Did, and were you on Society of Soul? Are you on that album? I wasn't on Society on of Soul. Okay. I actually went to audition for Society of Soul prior to the the meeting. Okay. Um and Deborah Killings called me and said, baby. Man, right. Baby Deborah. Right. Honey, Deborah Killens called and said, um, you know they're doing these auditions, da 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 da, but I think they got somebody. Oh, and it was a girl named Ronnie. So I was like, well, ain't no sense in me going there. She was like, I think you should still go. I was like, no, I'm not, I ain't about to be gigging nobody. <laughs> right. And it was all of that. So, right. you know, it was interesting though, because I also did uh, work with the Brat. Like, Mommy did an intro on Brat's, one of Brat's albums. Mm-hmm. And then, the following album, she asked me to do hooks on this song called Get Somebody. And I felt kind of, you know, I didn't really know, like, Dungeon Family, uh, so, so JD, uh, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I knew that, I mean, it wasn't any B, oh. but people didn't really go from one, like, even Ludacris' camp. Like, people didn't jump. You stay in your lane. You stay, yeah. Right. And so I didn't know how they would feel about that. But I, for nah. me, like, I'm not signing your I'm a gun for hire. Yeah. Exactly. And I wasn't Dungeon Family anyway. And in my head, uh-huh. I was like, I was doing this shit for I ain't niggas doing this shit. <laughs> right, That's how right, I felt. Right, right, I was like, right. I do what I want to do. You know what I mean? So, right. but it, you know, it ended up being fine. But it was definitely a thought. You know. I see. All right, we do have to wrap up, but you gotta please tell me how your yacht rock project started and what's what was the whole genesis 
No, no, no. Oh, oh I thought no, I, I was just listening. Sign language. No, no, no. Wait, I no. thought I had a, a mm, some gum on my beard. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, bro. Fonte was intrigued. Just nah, I was just listening. Like, <laughs> nah, I'm just listening. Oh, oh. Nah, we good. You cameras out there? <laughs> Can you tell me about the yacht rock? Review project. So there was a guy named Graham Marsh. We had done some studio stuff together, and there was a, he was doing some corporate stuff for like Home Depot. Wow. And Home Depot had this contest that year where they were their employees could audition and sing whatever, and they get to go to Vegas for like a week and do this talent show for their corporate annual meeting wow. kind of a thing. But it was the entertainment. So Yacht Rock Review was the band that Graham had brought in, mm-hmm. and then he brought me in to sing background. Okay. So after we did that one corporate gig in Vegas, it was like, oh, this is butter. Like, how much is my check? And I'm just singing, like, four, <laughs> five cover songs. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. Are we doing yeah. the annual? I was waiting for the annual. I brought my daughter out. We was hanging out, you know. But anyway, Yacht Rock Review was the band. I was a singer, and after that first thing, they said, you know, would you be interested? And singing with us because they just wanted to make the harmonies more full and everybody plays and da-da-da. So that's kind of how that started. And then after about a year, they were like, we want to bring in another singer. Do you know anybody? And I was like, my daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep she it in the family. Singing, yeah. You know. But she and she and we're good contrast because she's like has a high, clean, mini ripperton kind of oh, thing okay. going on. And, I, and so that's what that's been doing. So but but because of boarding school, mm-hmm. I knew all the music anyway. You know, Hall and Oates, Doobie Brothers, I knew all of it anyway. And then I found out soon after that they were the ones who actually trademark branded it. You know, like, so they were, I don't know if they were the first people to actually do it, but right. they, they were the ones that they owned, yeah. Took Hone it the off, toy, set it off Yacht Rock? And, Yacht Rock Review, uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, and so I've been working with them now for seven years. Wow. Yeah, That's and we up. did an album, did one album, which I have, a piece of vinyl for you. Yes, for you. yes, I will take it. Um, And I was trying to give it to you at Fallon, but my luggage got lost, and so I'm running around with, with Big the last time we did right, it. Right, exactly. And I'm running around New York trying to find All Black because my bags never made it. So Shit. album never made it. But it's here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ladies, I have to say, you know, I'm still thinking about the whole climbing in the tree and <laughs> so is Millie. Imagine yeah. my dad. She's still thinking about the report card. Imagining my dad. Yeah, in, like, oh yeah, that was the report card. You're right. Oh my god, pulling the sheet back and seeing your oh, mom. Oh my god. I mean, I, I was. That might have to be a movie. Yeah, that's, like, that's a black version of Ferris Bueller. <laughs> in my mind, she said, "It's me, bitch." <laughs> with, the end, with the with the end of your house party. <laughs> no, for real. I I in all seriousness, uh, you know, we first of all thank you guys for doing our first episode in. Almost three years in person. Yeah. Uh, P.S. Amir, when we said we was doing this, y'all were the first people. Amir was like, we got to call Keisha and get her and her mommy. Yeah, absolutely. Straight up. I'm yeah. such, you know, immense fan of yours. Yeah, this is this is one talented fucking family. Yeah, with well, P.H. fucking thank you. Oh, <laughs> fuck you guys. Fuck yeah. it, <laughs> On behalf of uh, Keisha and Millie and Fontigolo and Laia and Sugar Steve, shout out to Cousin Jake and... Unpaid bill somewhere yep. on Sesame Street. This is Quest Love, and we'll see you later. No, no, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, no. Oh. Let's go. I have to give you the name of my latest album. You think I oh, came up shit. here for nothing no. to, to do all of this and just not get let's no promo or nothing here? I totally forgot. Yes, let's pay some bills.
What are you? What, what are we working Millie on now? Millie Jackson on the Soul Countryside. Returning. That's right. She did a country. You, yeah, yes. Wow. I'm, and the guy she's and, on the cover with was a boyfriend, and I didn't like him. That was him. That was so long ago, I forgot. Yes. Okay. Oh exactly. I never knew that was him. I know that re- record cover very well. But, yeah. but being born, you know, right down the road, uh, the only thing you could get was country. Right. So and, I and grew up with country music, except, well, after midnight, if you put your hand on the radio and use it as an antenna, you could pick get up reception. Nashville. Right. What? Which... On, which was the R and B side of Nashville, okay. you know. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, so no aluminum foil. I when I'm no, when I'm in my car, which once or twice a week for half an hour, I'm listening to country music. Don't touch her radio. Mm. It's country. I would never. I understand that. Who okay. are some of your favorite artists? Well. Uh, I put it to you like this. When I went to Carnegie Hall to see Kenny Rogers, he said if he had known I was in the audience, yes. he would not That's have right. sang Sweet Music right. Man. She redid what? Sweet Music Man, and he presented her with like a million-dollar gold check, gold-plated check on a gift box. Cash it was gold-plated, child. We can't cash it. But, <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Wow. But, um I, I was riding to the supermarket one day, and I heard this song. I'm going to drive like hell through your neighborhood. Pull my silver rider up on your lawn. Uh-huh. Crank up a little hank. Sit on the hood and drink. I'm about to get my pissed off on. Well, who is that? I say, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I could get my pissed off on. Fuck yeah. You've been getting your pissed off on. Right. I want to get my pissed off on. And I'm listening. I'm going to shine my headlights up into your window. Let her sing. Throw empty beer cans at both of your shadows. <laughs> I didn't come here to start a fight, but I'm up for anything tonight. You've gone and broke the wrong heart, baby. Left me redneck crazy. I said, kiss my ass. Uh, right, right when it got to that lyric, <laughs> oh, huh? Crazy. <laughs> I can't sing no redneck crazy, but, ah. but I like getting my pissed off on. <laughs> I went on to the store, came back home, went online, looked it up again, called the band and said, we going to the studio tomorrow. And I'm going to shine my headlights <laughs> up into your window. I'm going to throw empty beer cans at both of your shadows. When R&B right, right, yeah. I didn't come here to start a fight, but I'm up for anything tonight. You've gone and broke the wrong heart, baby. Left me black bitch crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Questlove Supreme. We thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Much Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio.
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 